Why, you stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herder! Who's scruffy-looking? You might wanna buckle up, baby. Ladies and gentlemen, citizens of the Outer Rim, welcome to episode 142 of the Scruffy Looking Podcasters. It is November 22nd, 2020, coming into the big Turkey Day week. Hope you're all planning to celebrate us safely out there in the galaxy. Today we'll be cruising past our usual 0.5 past light speed, so sit back, grab a nail, and get ready to hear about the latest news from Almania to the Akadizi Maelstrom. Like that one? Yeah. Hey, buddy. Mm. Solo. Solo reference. Mm. Uh, so, taking you on this journey today. And now Mandalorian. And taking you on this journey today of the galaxy's scruffiest dudes. My name is Jimmy Dice. And with me over here in America, beha- behind the board, Mr. Ed Bossart. What's up, dude? Mm. Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> We're going that reference. So, Damn. best character in Star Wars, Ed. I like that. Thanks for bringing that one, mate. <laughs> best character ever. Well done, mate. Well, there it is. Uh, voice, no, I'm happy uh, to be here, yes. Anyway, continue. Good. Good. It is nice to be here, out here in the galaxy. Next up, one of our UK lads. You're hearing from right now, Mr. Kev Forrest fan. Garbit, how is Forrest this week? Did they even play this week? Yes, mate. Kind how of. Are we doing? Kind of, right? Well, we turned up. Let's put it that way. <laughs> we played it. We played. No, we actually did all right. But yeah, how are you, boys? How are you, boys? I'm all, I'm all good over here, apart from my team being pretty. Well, playing well, but losing. Playing well, but losing. But let's not, let's not dwell on negatives, shall we not, boys? We've already had two negatives now. Dexter impressions and football talk. So keep move on. Move on. Okay. All right. Well, last stop. The cheese man himself, please welcome Mr. Chris Hall. How are we, man? Edward, pack your things. You're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best movie of the franchise, right? It is Easy. And now I already the got most... two references from it. Do you know what? Do you know, do, you know, do you know what's funny? Like, I'm sat behind my mic playing with my Dexter <laughs> Jester toy, which you can clearly see, which... <laughs> Made you shout Obi Wan, and I'm just sat playing with it. I don't know why. <laughs> just this plastic turd sits on my desk in front of my, next to me every week, and I just thought, I don't know what, I'm going to shout Obi Wan when Jimmy introduces me, and uh, <laughs> you beat me to it. My bad, my bad. Wow, we're just ruined on all kinds of hopes and dreams this week. Well, there it is, and here we are. We are the scruffy looking podcasters, and. Now we're going to kind of go through our weeks because a lot of stuff has happened, boys. Kev, why don't you uh, set the timer, take us away. 
How long have I got? How long have I got, mate? As long as you want. Ah, uh, well, it's, it's not going to be long yeah. because two minutes. So you need two minutes in and out, and we're done. <laughs> and we're done. In and out. Oh, all right then. Where to begin? Just the uh, just the end. Just the end. Just yeah. Just the end. Place at the end. Right. Move first along. off. Move first along. off. First off. Can I talk soundtracks? Yes. Because yes. please. Yeah, dudes, boys. Been two outrageously good soundtracks released uh, since we last recorded. I'm only aware of one of them. To, well, well. <laughs> great movies well, or soundtracks? Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I was going to say there was the Mandalorian season two part one release. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I've been playing that, uh, and then some other. Solo, uh, I don't know, fucking deluxe bullshit. That... I mean, it is Jimmy's favorite movie, <laughs> right? So, J- Jimmy must have wet his pants when he saw that the deluxe soundtrack happens, edition was coming out. It, it just happens to be that this episode has great rewatchability, especially right now. Whoa, since the Mandalorian episode, Jimmy, is that what you're referring to? Or just in general? Well, listen. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> I'll get to it in season four of Mandalorian. I'll get, I'll get to it, yeah. <laughs> season season five of the Scruffles. You're talking, you're talking we'll discuss that later. season five shit right here. We're yeah. going to So I've, I, I've been listening to those since they came out on Friday, which has been great. Um, I also got another book. This is, this is a book? Yeah. And I've been, I started it this week because it came on Saturday morning. I've got the Empire Strikes Back uh, from a certain point of view. Nice. Is that nice. even a bookmark in it? Like, you're actually reading the damn thing? Dude, I am. Uh, I just started it today, and I've read about four of the little stories so far. Uh, do you know what's funny, right? Is we did a little group chat on uh, Friday, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, like, when Star Wars, when Star Wars, when they do Star Wars pictures or characters doing real things. You know, when they like, what were we saying, Chris? Like when they picture them like on a beach or when they're in like a... They, Hate they, it. They bring Star Wars into the real world. Chris. Hate it. Right. I have four stories in on this one, mate. Do not mm. read this book. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> because, right, in one of the stories. So I've read yeah. about... Yeah. Before you go on, has it got any pictures in it? <laughs> No, mate. Why are you telling me not to read it then? Because you know I'm not going to read it. (laughs) That's a good point. (laughs) There is that that point to it. But, like, one of the stories, mate, right, because I've read, like, four, and one of them is, like, the Ion Control. It's called the title's Ion Control. It's about Torin Far, you know, like the standby Ion Control fire lady. Oh, like the the second and only second female character or actor? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like the After funny it. thing is it's like telling the story and like you know all the people in that command center they're basically like what made me smile is they're running like a betting pool so it's like <laughs> what <laughs> they've like got a bet they're like running bets of where the han and leia are going to get together so you know when you talk and it, it, you're like what the fuck is this what what is going on 
and then there's obviously there's a story about the Wampa and uh, I won't go into like too much because people are going to read it, but bits in that that bring it into the real world. There's one about the probe droids, which starts off with the probe droids, which is called Project Swarm, by the way. Project Swarm. Fucking hell. Awful. Um, well, the probe droid, like, I want to advance in life. I'm going to go find that fucking rebel base. It's, no, basically, it's about the a, a probe droid commander who basically is in charge of wow. all the probe droid projects. So the project's called Project Swarm, but basically she finds Hoth, and then she also finds Dagobah, but deletes the footage and dismisses it as nothing. Yeah. So there's, there's all stuff like that. So some weird yeah. green little guy eating a bunch of frogs. There's nothing <laughs> there. Nothing to see it's, there. Oh, but you know, I've like I've only just started because it, it only came on Saturday morning. But I've got a feeling there's going to be loads of different, um, you know, like where they bring Star Wars into normal reality. Uh, I'm telling you. Chris, it's not for you. So, uh, so wait, 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 wait. I was thinking about buying this because I have the hardcover of the first one. Yes, mate. Yeah, so have I. So I read all and that. And I was yeah. like, I should buy the hardcover for the second one because it's well, like Kev would tell me to because I have the first one already. I would indeed. You've got to be a completist, mate. You've got to be a complete. <laughs> can, can I uh, interject <laughs> your week in Star Wars with my uh, own brief experience with this book? Yes. Oh, please do, mate. Because I wasn't, I wasn't gonna. I mentioned it all, but I was at Bull Moose and I was buying. I was just kind of checking out, see what they have for X Wing miniatures. Bull Moose is games. a store, by the way. You wanna? That's heard. Bull Moose is a music, video games, vinyl record store, locally owned branches in Maine. Uh, Bull Moose Music. Check them out online if you want some cool local music. Um, but they're awesome place. Anyways, they had that book there, and I just like, oh, I'll just take a look. I heard there was a Ray Sloan one in there that I read. There was one about General Veers. Have you read that one? I'm not no mate. I literally because I got it Saturday. I'm reading them in order, so I've read four because the kind of the stories go in the order of the movie, from what yeah. I can gather oh. so far. Mm-hmm. So I've read the first one, which is called Eyes of the Empire, which <clears throat> is obviously about the probe droid. The second one is called Hunger, which is basically about the Wampa that mm-hmm. attacks Luke. The third one is Iron Control, which is basically set in the control room, right. and then the fourth one is called A Good Kiss, which is basically, I mean. That that story is pretty terrible because it's basically about some bloke who works in a kitchen who's fed up with getting up in the morning and is right pissed off. Mate, I'm like, what am I reading here? What is going on? It's, oh and, he, and he like, and I'm, I don't want to bring football back into it, but one of his colleagues is called Jordan Smythe. And Forrest have got a reserve goalkeeper called Jordan Smith. And I'm like, I can't fucking, I, honestly. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, this is weird. I'm like, this is just plain weird now. This is weird. And it's like, <laughs> and, it's, and it's this bloke who's just pissed off at work. And it's like, oh my God, what? This is weird. So I'm only read those four, Jimmy. So that's okay. all. I'm, well, yeah. when you get to the Veers one, prepare to be utterly disappointed. <laughs> so wait, wait, wait. Was, uh, Kev, are you disappointed so far, or just um, or just entertained? Essentially, is what. It's do you know what? It's it's kind of a combination of both, if that makes sense. Because I, at the minute, that there, there are to kind of see. I know they are to give you a certain point of view, which is what the book is, but they're just completely, like, insignificant. If that, did you get what I mean? Where. I'm sure there will be significant ones as we go along, but I mean, 
do I really need a backstory on the Wampa? The fact that he had like three children, a wife, and a, and a den mate that basically the rebellion could have slaughtered, which is why he's so annoyed in attacks Luke. Mm, it's like, yeah. yeah, you see what I mean. I mean, it's I mean, you, like, you get a little of that in the first one too, but I feel like there was more galactic consequence with some of the ones yeah. in the first one, like you know R five. That was a big one. Yeah. If you haven't read yeah. it, read that one. Yeah, absolutely. The R five R two bits of absolutely. But but I'm at a point because obviously now I'm at a point where, and I'm going to read it, and it is a I know it's a personal choice, but you know with like I've caught up with the Marvel comics, and I'm on like I think it's on number seven now, and I've got this Empire book. They're just literally trying to explain everything, aren't they? Do you get what I mean? You know, they're, they're going like, well, let's fill in that little blank and let's fill in that. And then the Marvel series filling in. Let's like, talk the, about the this, this like background character. And, and, I, and I know that. it's still, look, I'm not, it's whether you're, it's your choice, whether you read them or not, but it's like, they're just doing everything, aren't they? They're just literally filling in every like single that? detail. Uh, well, yeah, obviously. I mean, I am because I'm reading them, but hmm. uh, this, this book seems a little bit, Am I going to enjoy it in the end? I'm not sure. Um, yeah, I mean, just, background characters. Why would they make... Yeah, like they're making a TV series on Boba Fett. Like, we don't need that, right? <laughs> he has like two lines or whatever. Edward thinks You're leaving. <laughs> That's the most ludicrous statement, Edward Bossart, you've ever... <laughs> I want you to contemplate over the next week what you've said and <laughs> get back to me <laughs> yeah. you need to go home and rethink your life you need to go home and rethink your life so i'm sitting here looking at boba fett's helmet on my background on my computer so. that's not a euphemism ed is it that's an absolute right uh so mm-hmm. so yeah so i uh we'll see how we go with this book as we go along <clears throat> read out yeah. these little stories because there's 40 of them in total so it looks uh, bigger than the last book so she's uh <laughs> perspectives everything ed from where you are it's uh it's, it's like a cheese wheel depends on your point of view yes ah, indeed. Ah. Very, oh. ed. very well <laughs> and then so other than that other than that then all i did was watch the obviously the mando and i watched the star wars holiday special from lego which we'll talk later so that was my week. And sure. just to sidetrack a little bit, I was involved in a car accident, but don't worry, everything's fine. <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't leave your week in stars without talking about football. What happened? <laughs> we've, already, we've already covered it. Yeah, we lost, mate. Oh, you played lost. Well, but, okay. Played well, but lost. Played well, but lost. So we are at. Uh, in regards to the two or faults, we're at a Desmond, mate. We're at a full-on Desmond. 2-2. Two, two. It's 2-2 two, two at the minute. So we're which right. which so is not a true, which is, right? No, that's a draw. A tie yeah. or less is, okay. Yeah, well, four, four more weeks to get some wins in. All right. <laughs> yeah, plenty of time. <laughs> Just saying. Look, I gotta, I gotta take every well, true and false we can get. I don't want to panic you, but our next pop fix is a pissing horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like they're That's bad at football, or they're are they are they? Good? No, we've got the next four games. We've got are against teams in the top six. Ooh. So we've got a top old slog 
over the next four months. (laughs) There could be a lot of that. There could be a lot of that, mate. I'm not joking. Uh, I'm dreading it. But it's too late to change my answers. I went with true. Fuck it. It is what it is. Move along. Nice. Well, there you go. Um, I guess I'll uh, I'll go with my week in Star Wars next. Um, I didn't really get to play too much Star Wars Squadrons this week, but there's some big news. Got some new ships coming in. New ships that we kind of talked about would be uh, I logical uh, additions to the game, the Tide Defender, the B Wing, which we'll talk a little bit more detail about later. But yeah, I didn't really get a chance to actually stream much either. Um, scruffy podcast on Twitch, but you uh, you know life gets in the way with like work and all that other stuff um i've actually uh been replaying star wars dark forces old pc game way old school way back in the day just based on watching uh this week's episode of the mandalorian so really excited to talk about that later but yeah nothing like too crazy but my week in star trek on the other hand what a great episode season three episode six scavengers kev what'd you think about that one Great, mate. Sorry, I'm eating a sweet. Hang on. Nah. Um, oh, no. um, do you know what? <laughs> Takes um, it out of his mouth. <laughs> didn't expect me to throw that at you. We don't have to give any spoilers away or anything. I just, just wanted to see no. if you liked it or not. Do you know what? I am genuinely loving this season of Discovery. Oh, my God, right? Uh, me They've, too. Yeah. And I know this. Do you know what I loved about this episode was I know in Star Trek before they talk about the chain of command and. You, you know what Kirk was like with the chain of command and it was always this one was like a real, you know, because of where they are and what position they're in, in the future. It was a real yeah, sort yeah. of. There's actually three... repercussions, repercussions yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. actions. Wow. Yeah. It's almost like real life. It's yeah. weird. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I know the one thing though with discovery, they have got to stop Michael Burnham crying. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I know, what dude. Have you noticed? Like every episode, she's in tears. I'm like, Jesus dude, Christ, but that's come the on same now. thing to me. Like I'm, I'm crying every episode, but I'm realizing <laughs> I'm only crying because you're making me cry. So stop fucking crying, so I can <laughs> just go on and enjoy this episode without yeah. crying. Did you cry on this one too? Uh, no, not really on this one. Because um, the crying scene was more of like hardship she's feeling at the moment, not really hardship that mm. I can empathize with. Um, that sounded so fucking heartless, but it's okay. I'm, I'm loving yeah. the George. I'm loving the Giorgio storyline, mate, and all that. Oh and what's my going god, on. Dude, oh. there's a lot of weird shit that's going to happen with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, sport. when you first meet her in the show, you know there's something big that's going to happen with her. But anyway, well, there's yeah. obviously something to do with the dark, the mirror universe, isn't it? The dark. So it's, yeah. it's clearly she's having some sort of, I don't know, melt, you know, flashback meltdown or some to something. But well, I love. I love that guy that she meets with the glasses two episodes previous. Um, oh, I yeah. Think, yeah. I, think, I think he is Section 31. I think he might, they may, they may have employed Terrans from the Mirror Universe to be in Section 31. To think yeah. about that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. That could but, be going down. Yeah. But yeah, great episode. One minor spoiler that I was mentioning that really just touched my heartstrings was uh, very beginning of the episode, real quick. Because obviously they're going to retrofit this thousand-year-old starship, and they go through and describe what those are. And I won't spoil that, but they changed the name from uh, NCC one zero three one to NCC one zero three one A. 
which yeah. I thought was really cool. They kept it in like the same like font and text, but like it just looks a little newer, but it's still the same. I don't know, it's ah, just t- pulls on my heartstrings, but but yeah, really cool. Excited to talk to. We can talk about some squadrons all later. Is uh, but well, uh, yeah, like, that's my week. Apparently, they have somebody there making those decisions because they know people like you are watching. It's like it's like a felony doing Mandalorian. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have a list the size of my <laughs> to talk about for this week's Mandalorian episode that Filoni just like throws in. Like that Imperial Research Facility, that's the same design facility used in very similar to Rogue One mm-hmm. used in all the Clone Wars stuff, or most of the Clone Wars stuff, but definitely all of the Rebel stuff. There's always like a secret way in from the very bottom. There's just like one turbulent that just takes you to the middle of this base. I don't know. It's, we, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But uh, yeah, that was my week in Star Wars. So uh, Ed, want, uh, what do you what do you got, man? I don't know much, but you know, I watched uh, Mando obviously in a couple times in the holiday special with my family. Uh, do you want to talk about that one on Chris's week? Did you watch it, Chris? Yeah, mate, yeah. So we'll talk about it on your week. It was right. it was entertaining. Um, I got an email on to Qui-Gon <laughs> Hot Toy Watch. Ooh. Qui-Gon, 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 watch, 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 watch. Was it delayed? Was it delayed? Find out next week. No. Um... <laughs> Find out next week. That's how you know you ain't got content. When Tune you in it. next week. You're teasing the Qui-Gon Shadows update. That's how you know content's gone to the shithole, ladies and gentlemen. No, they they uh, they confirmed the final payment. Oh! The final payment Sorry. will happen next week, and then I will get Sorry. it. Maybe. <laughs> still don't have it. I still don't have it. So yeah, they'll take your final <laughs> payment, but then they won't confirm shipping until January next year. Yeah, oh. That hasn't. You're so right. When's your fi- final payment? Oh, mate, if we haven't got that for next show, we've got to have that for next Sunday. Oh, oh, dude, brilliant. Dude. Yeah, gotta be, um, gotta be. Otherwise, I think that's it. That's my week. Cool. All right, Mr. Cheese Man, take it away. Just for reference, I was eating cheese and crackers before we started recording. That's no, why. That's not. That's why I've been refer- referred to twice <laughs> as the cheese man. I'm just. I'm just letting. I was trying to let the listeners, you know, come up with it. Why is he calling him the cheese man? What's nefarious, sinister about this? Is he farting in the mark, Mike? Every. Uh... Not entirely comfortable with this new moniker, but you know, we'll go with it. We'll. <laughs> we'll roll with it. Um, I love cheese. Kev. Kev, I just got off, mate. Don't even get, I could do a separate podcast on cheese. Um, I love, I've just got to mention, I love how excited Kev talk. Kev gets as soon as we talk about someone getting a hot toy. Yes, mate. It's brilliant. It's just infectious. I love the fact that Actually, you get right. equally as excited as the person who, who's receiving it. I know, I know. I've got to be, I think I'm more excited than Ed to get this Qui-Gon. <laughs> I mean, Ed, Ed, Ed's like bored. Ed's bored now. Because yeah, I've like, waited. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I ordered it July of 2019. So, there you go. Fuck, dude. Holy shit. T- July 2019? Oh, I'm yep. going to be waiting a long time for this fucking Luke, aren't I? Yeah, that's nothing, Chris, is it? That Luke's fucking miles away. Hey, just think how long I'll be waiting for my Thrawn. 
Mm. <laughs> you know you won't pull the trigger, Jimmy. You know you'll bottle it. Oh, look at him. He's working you already. Hey, see what I'm doing there, Ed. See what I'm doing. See what I'm doing, hey. Fuck you. it, anyway. Chris, Chris, tell us about your week of Star Wars thing. Get him off my back. Jesus. Yes. This... <laughs> For Christ's sake. Come on. Well, I, I, had, I had a big week last week, didn't I? Talking mm-hmm. about hot toys. Um, so I spent quite a bit of time this week staring at that hot toy because it's fantastic. Um, but I thought this week would, would be a blowout. Because I had a big week, but it's not. It's turned out to be good, and some some cool stuffs turned up. I've had I've had a couple of parcels turn up this week with dubious names on them. <laughs> so first of all, I got a parcel addressed to Mister JJ Binks. <laughs> um, not, and I could see it got the the, the stamp of my brother's t shirt company on, so I knew it. Straight away, it was just my brother, like, trolling me. <laughs> but I opened it up, and it's absolutely fantastic. This really uh, is, isn't it? Oh. I don't know if you've seen this, Jimmy. My, bro- my, my brother was on eBay, and he found this Jar Jar Binks necktie. <laughs> <laughs> it's wow. the most ludicrously hideous necktie I've ever seen, and I <laughs> wear it at every... Um, if if the world ever gets back to normal and I ever get invited to a wedding or a funeral or anything. <laughs> Funerals, mate. I'm rocking funeral, it. funeral, mate. You've got to wear oh that. My God. I mean, Not only is Jar Jar Binks, which I guess is a lad, but it's got that prick. Yeah. Naked prick. Naked prick stand at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's great. A fine addition to one's collection. And then I had another parcel turn up addressed to Mr. C. Hall. A.K.A. the scruffy beardy fella, <laughs> and the postman knocked on the door, and I answered the door, and the postman looked at me and started pissing himself. Because <laughs> <laughs> he read the name, and I was like, "A uh, uh, right here, what youth?" <laughs> and he. He's just like, ah, you're the scruffy beard fella. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> I get it. I get it. You're a scruffy looking bastard. He handed me, he handed me the parcel, and I saw the handwriting, and I was like, oh, cheers, Kev, you twat. <laughs> the shaky handwriting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, inside, inside said parcel was the uh, payment. For the uh, slave one, slave one inked over piece, and it was the the much lauded Boba Fett Disney mm-hmm. Store exclusive made by Diamond Select Toys. That, if you listened a few weeks ago, listeners will remember that Kev snubbed me while I was in the shop. And yes, how dare did. you? Mm-hmm. How didn't, dare? Didn't send this to me, but uh, I l- immediately opened it because took it out of the packaging. That is. It's the most disgusting packaging I've ever seen. That went straight in the bin. Um, <laughs> it's a decent figure. It's not bad. Quick review. It's all right. It's. I still prefer the hot, uh, the um, black series, but it's all right. It sits in the old cabinet. It's, thank you very much, Kev. You're welcome. Happy you, days. Uh, you know how you were getting on at me last week for like saying, "Where's my goddamn figure?" And I'd already sent it to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. That, it's getting that, all defensive that? over there. What's going on? Yeah. And there is a difference between snub and ignore, is there? Like, 
<laughs> I just love how you like you went to some other store and texted him, "Do you want anything?" And there's like jack shit there. But you were just at another store where there's clearly something he wanted. And you just fucking ignored it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be bothered. I was like, I was like, do you know what? I'll send him the pictures of these Rogue One figures that have been here for like fucking twenty years. It might, it might, it might want this Cassian Andor figure that's been here for, that's like a pound. <laughs> but you know, you know, how he's got that Boba Fett cabinet with all those Boba Fett figures in. I didn't think to send him those pictures. Right. At all. Yeah, you don't. He doesn't uh, need more Boba Fett, right? He just wants three PO. Hey, uh, you have this. You have this, Cassian. He's been on the shelf since he was six years old. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I gotta add that oh. to the soundboard. Yeah, you have definitely need that. I've had a, um, I've had another thing turn up that was a bit of a surprise. Awesome. Um, so earlier this year, I talked about some collectibles by a guy called Rich Page who makes uh, custom toys. And I bought the little geek walks. Do you remember me talking about them? Yeah. Umi Toys is his toy company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got a little salacious crumb that he did, and I've got a geek walking carbonite. Well, about it's probably about a month ago, he posted up. He'd got a load of these chopper figures, and he'd done repaints with the Boba Fett color scheme. Uh, and he posted them up. He says, I've got five of these, first come, first serve. And I messaged him, and he was like, dude, they've gone immediately. Like, they went within seconds. I was like, oh, never mind, mate. Uh, and then he messaged me out of the blue um, on Friday and or Thursday, I think. I can't remember. <clears throat> Don't even know what time is anymore. He says, I've got one of them. I've got another chopper, mate. I've managed to get my hands on a spare one. I've painted <laughs> it. I've done the fet work. Do you want it before I list it? And I was like, yeah, mate, I'll have oh, it. Man. Oh, Hell yeah. Wow. So it turned up yesterday. I don't know if you can see, but it's like... Ooh. Wow, that is beautiful. Holy shit. We'll take so pictures just... of this. It'll be on the Twitter. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I'll send you some pictures of that, Kev. Get the lighting in here. Right. <clears throat> the colors like any justice. Oh, but, brilliant. That's sweet. Um... I yeah. love his artwork on it, man. They're so they're the colors he uses sometimes are like just so br- vibrant, almost yeah. like the, it's it's a it's like a Star Wars character, but it's taken out and like put in like you could see it being a character in like another sci-fi film or something like that. I don't know. I I love the dude's creativity on it. Sweet, yeah. Some this, of those this, Ewok ones. Oh. This Chopper Fett. I'm gonna call him Chopper Fett. Chopper Fett. I think from that Funko line, Ed. That you've got that thing that I keep sending. Send me that, and I can't remember what it is. You know that come in the the boxes. Yes. What are they called? What are those boxes called? I'm talking about yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the bounty yeah, yeah. boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not. It's not a pop, but it's made by Funko, and it's like a rubber thing. It's really cool. I think uh, it's just a, like a clear color. They do like these weird, like clear things. Um, but yeah, it's on a a fat paint job on it so that is rad but speaking of chopper i've been watching rebels again this week boys and i'm not gonna Ooh. lie i'm fucking loving it i i know you yeah. guys aren't that keen on rebels but i am really really enjoying it um it's I like great rebels when, when you it's a lot from pack your things <laughs> pack your <laughs> things chris <laughs> you're leaving 
Man, what a brilliant response, mate. Fucking perfect. It's resistance that I like to take a shit Resistance on. we don't. I'm not keen on. Yeah, yeah. Rebels. Oh, okay. You know, Rebels I can see gr- how Rebels can be good if you're binging it. Honestly. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. It's great. And because I know the outcome of certain things. It's and where things are with Mando. It's there's little seeds going. It's good. The storytelling. It's really frustrating when they they manage to do it in things like the cartoons and the books and stuff. But they don't. They can't do it on the main franchise movies. But you know. <sighs> yeah. Now they have an avenue, a way for Filoni to feed us. Yeah, yeah. that is what it is. Um, holiday special. Watch that. This afternoon. Yeah. What do you think? I thought it was great fun. Jackson went fucking nuts when Baby Yoda came on. <laughs> like, went nuts. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Should we do a spoiler warning? You want to do a spoiler warning? Just a little one? What, for a Lego cartoon? Yeah. Oh, I mean, some of us some of us don't watch it. You know, holiday special, Christmas. Like, I don't oh, watch this shit. You haven't seen it, Jimmy? You haven't seen it? No. No. Why not? No, I mean, Why not? It's... I mean, I, I do want We are going to see it. There's just a lot going on right now. And it's like we usually holiday stuff, Christmas stuff. That happens post-Thanksgiving. Strict rule in my household. If there is a fucking snowflake, it gets burned. <laughs> it's, funny, it's, it's funny you say that because I, I lined it up on the Disney Plus menu this afternoon. Nice. And Mrs. H, Mrs. H was like, no Christmas films until the tree's up. I was like, well. Right? Think- yeah, what the hell? I think you're fine, Mrs. H. This is about life day. So it's <laughs> <laughs> Au contraire. Au contraire. And she's like, what's life day? I was like, you sit down, love. <laughs> sit down. But yeah, I know. I, really, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good fun. I like these Lego things. They take the piss out of Star Wars and mm. get away with it. Yeah. And do it in a good way as well. Like, yeah. 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 Good yeah. fun. Like, good for kids and stuff to introduce them into it. Yeah, I'd... That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, the Baby Yoda thing is hilarious. It's not just my household as well. <laughs> the Baby Yoda thing was hilarious because they like see him and they're like, oh, cute. Everybody's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> as they're all, all falling down, aren't they? Like stopping yeah. in the middle of a fight and they see him and like, have a, just react to him the way the world has over the past year. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was good. Has anyone got anything else to add on holiday special? Well, Kev, you you mentioned to me, I think off air, something about Ray's voice, right? Did it did it bother you? Yeah, it was like a little too, like I don't know, yeah. it's deeper. I don't know. It wasn't. I'm Ray, Ray. <laughs> it sounded like James Skywalker. <laughs> James Earl Jones, Ray. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, I, I, I'm the same as you guys. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great fun. Uh, I, I, I always love it. The Vader and Palpatine scenes. Yeah. I think oh, they play off each other so well. So I good. got you this coffee mug. Oh, what do I want with that? <laughs> <laughs> World's greatest emperor. That's because I'm the only emperor. This, fucking... this is rubbish. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, there was just... Ray's voice just was a little bit strange to me just a bit yeah i couldn't I know but other, i mean i'm not i'm not picking folks it was great fun i loved it yeah so it john great. boyega daisy really did not end um oscar isaac we know we know who the most important 
voice actor was on that TV show. Oh, and without, right, right, without, right. without that voice actor, this show would have been terrible. It would have fell apart, wouldn't it? And, and, he, and he, he brought up the level of greatness on it. And, and he that, won't and hesitate that, to say it. And I think we should applaud Sir Anthony Daniels and not ridicule it like some people do. I think we need to embrace and just acknowledge how wonderful he is. Kev. Pack your things. You're leaving. <laughs> I, I mean, is it that obvious when he's on there? He's, he's, hardly, he's hardly in it at all. It's like what two lines? I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't memorable. That's for sure. Yeah. Wow. I forgot to mention as well. I also like the Qui Gon and Obi Wan little bits as well. That yeah, yeah. they were oh, great. The little Master Apprentice thing, brilliant. Yeah. I love Billy D's entrance as well, and he's like flies <laughs> flies through the door. He's like, "Hey, Max Rebo, now this is what I call a party." Yeah. <laughs> is that when he gets that gift? He's like, "Please be a cape, please be a cape." Yeah, when he's opening the gift. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it's good fun. Good nice. fun. Nice. Yeah. Good yeah, everyone should watch it, especially if you have kids, because then you can get away with watching something Star Wars with your family. I don't matter about that, mate. Just fucking watch it on your own. Watch it on your own. <laughs> In a dark room alone. Yeah, lights off. Naked. into a... <laughs> what are you doing down here? I'm watching the holiday special. No clothes on. It's perfectly acceptable, Ed. Grey sweats. Wallering in your own filth. It's all acceptable. <laughs> Anything else in your week, Chris? <laughs> Wallowing in your own filth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, fucking brilliant. No, um, no, mate. Yeah, that's it. Nice, nice. All right, so we're gonna go to the next segment, which is be more Leia, and then we're gonna do. Are you kidding me? And then talk about the latest Mando. Sound good, yeah? <clears throat> oh, and then after that, the news, which we have a couple things, and an email after that. So, Be More Leia is a segment where we take a, where we read a page in the book Be More Leia, written by Christian Blovelt, and we talk about it. So, here we go. Be more Leia. <laughs> oh, you've got to just ruin that song now forever. <laughs> Every was... time I play that in the car, I'm just going to be Be more Leia. <laughs> be more Leia. Drowning <laughs> dead. I'm yeah, going to be, what the, fuck, what the fuck are you singing? So, never mind. <laughs> Uh, all right. So I sizzled it last week. We are now in a new chapter, building a community. A rebellion of one is unlikely to be particularly effective. True change only comes through sustained collective effort. 
How you build a community by inspiring other rebels, leading with conviction, and repeatedly lo- relocating to secure secret bases mm, will determine true. if you truly have a new hope. Mm. Clever girl. Yeah. Uh, so the page for today, this week, is entitled Unify Your Allies. Seek out people who share your beliefs and help provide a little direction to channel their energies toward a singular goal. They might be great at making phone calls, a star at crafting social media strategy, a startlingly capable of taking out a squad of stormtroopers blind with nothing but a stick. Are you kidding me? Once roles are defined, rally your people to achieve a critical objective. Those Death Star plans are not going to steal themselves. And the quote of this page is, Rebellions are built on hope. (gasps) Said by Kev's girlfriend. Yeah. Who is that? Right, and now, and now wife, who's trapped in this house. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. Good choice Gen- of words there, Ken. Gen- so. <laughs> I'm glad trapped. we got that on recording. Trapped. <laughs> Said by Jen Erso herself. Rebellions are built on hope. Uh, yeah. Do you know what? I think there's been too many idiots taking advice from that book this week again. Do you know what I mean, Christopher? With all the uh, idiots going around, and anyway, let's not get into politics. But this uh, this one actually has a really direct um, impact on me. Is something I had actually experienced a long time ago. Um, I can relate this. I, I can relate this to this one in a big way. It was in high school, and <clears throat> I was running for class president. Ooh. And I wasn't a real popular kid. I, I, feel, I feel like we need some music in the background. Yeah, this sounds dead. We're, 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 yeah, we've it. just ent- entered Jimmy, Jimmy's story time. Yeah. It was um, high school. It was I was running school. for class president. I was running for class president. I'm just a kid playing trombone, pretty nerdy. Uh, still, you know, Star Trek, Star Wars kid. And I just, I really wasn't that popular. But he was like, you know what? sick and tired of all these like popular kids or doing so I mean not really but I just wanted to try to see if I could run for class president and there's always these other people who just didn't bother voting in the election or all they just like may believe because they didn't really have any like ties or connections to the people who were running because it's always like the more popular like cool kids so what I had done is I launched a very aggressive campaign <laughs> unite the clans unite them united all of the lesser houses the lesser groups like i went to the skaters i went to the punks i went to the goth kids i went and checked out the anime crowd like i united all of these like cool like underground just people that just really didn't care together and it led to my resounding victory <laughs> years in a row do you know what Jimmy? i was really open i was really open at that point you said i got six votes <laughs> 
it was a landslide victory. <laughs> I had a two-year stint as class president. I was senior class president. Oh, brilliant, mate. Did mm-hmm. you regret doing that, though, the class president thing? I mean, I didn't regret it because my ultimate goal is I really wanted to speak at graduation because only the valedictorian, salutatorian, the class president speak at graduation, senior graduation. And I knew I definitely wasn't going to be valedictorian. (laughs) I speak at graduation. Class president. All right. What do I have to do to get there? And it was really cool. Like we um, did some cool fundraisers, paid for a lot of stuff. Um, just trying to get, you know, get the best like graduation experience for everyone. So we fundraised to graduate at Merrill Auditorium in Portland, Maine, rather than our high school gymnasium or out in an athletic field somewhere in the blazing hot sun that no one would want to be at. We actually had it in an auditorium with the orchestra plays, and it's just a great venue for it. Um, so yeah, that was that was my capstone of my uh, presidential career, but. In the long run, now it's like every ten years I have to organize the fucking class reunion, <laughs> oh, and that—I mean, I did it gladly. I knew that was part of the deal, um, but it is like a lot of work, especially because everybody's everywhere now, and it's not like the olden days where you mail a letter to their home address and then it gets ignored or something. Yeah, you got to track them down on Facebook, which is actually a little bit easier. You track them down on Facebook and all that stuff. But the point being is. So what's the next reunion to you then? I uh, four years from now, which is four years. Oh, you better get on that right now, Jimmy. I know, right? <laughs> but anyways, the point of the be- point of it is, I rallied the people together, the people who like secluded themselves away and played Baldur's Gate two for two hundred hours. Yeah, I got them. Baldur's yeah. Gate's the shit side, and it worked. Did they? Did anybody demand a recount? Uh, there was a lot of uh, voter inconsistencies, and um, there were many accusations of corruption. Um, With absolutely no evidence. Was there no any evidence? evidence but there was some. There were some, you know, accusations of scandal that I explicitly deny to this day. Jimmy, are you yeah. still di- are you still dying your hair as well, Jimmy? Are you st- <laughs> Yes, with mascara, it's, it's dripping down my skin right now. It's, it puts it on the skin. <laughs> but good layer, good layer. That that really resonates. That's great. Oh, it's always is. Yes, yes. All right, let's go to Are You Kidding Me? So we can talk about this Mando episode. So, Are You Kidding Me? is a segment where we take anything in Star Wars that makes one say. Are you kidding me? And let's do it. Are you kidding me? A surprise, to be sure. But it worked well. I took this from a sweet book um, called Are You Kidding Me? by Pablo Hidalgo. I mean, fascinating facts. (laughs) Story, lore, and history from The Greatest Galaxy by Pablo Hidalgo. So this one goes way the fuck back. Way the fuck. The fuck back and deep. That's right. Uh, 1973? Oh, I want born. Ooh. Is that when you were born? That was pre-KG, that war. Kept going. <laughs> oh, before Pre-KG. you. Okay. What a wonderful world. <laughs> <laughs> I see trees of green. <laughs> red roses, too. 
No Kevin Garvin. <laughs> uh, no Chris Hall, too. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I think to myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. What 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 oh, I thought you were going to be like, Obi-Wan. <laughs> Obi-Wan. <laughs> Man, fucking one take. We're a one take band. should have recorded oh, that. Shit. Oh, wait, we did. I just looked at my recorder to make sure. <laughs> All right. So, 1973, May of 1973, George Lucas's story treatment. Now we all we all know the first sentence says what? In a galaxy far the far. Speak. <laughs> the dead speak. The speak. No, 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 no. Before that, no, it was no, no, no. It was war. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> hey, that rhymes. Um, yeah, a long well, time ago, galaxy far, far away is what we we know. Um, but but apparently, apparently, in the nineteen seventy three story treatment, it's set in quote the thirty third century, a period of civil wars in the galaxy. The now familiar establishing text was absent from the cut of the film that Marvel Comics writer Roy Thomas saw. So the very first issue of the Star Wars comics adaptation says, quote, this story has no relationship to Earth, time, and space. It occurs in other solar systems in another galaxy and could be happening in the future, the past, or even the present. And then the movie's novelization was similarly vague, stating the uh, book took place in, quote, another galaxy, another time. Oh, nice. He's edging his back, isn't he? I like how he's edging his back. It could be in the past. could be in the future. Yeah, like he's just <laughs> covering all bases. You know what you want to do? could be whenever, wherever. One of them. But 33rd century? Like Star Trek? What? That's very, very Book Rogers, isn't it? Very Book Rogers. And Chris just brought out Ooh. his novelization, Hello. showed us the Another Galaxy, Another Time quote. Star Wars from the Adventures of Luke Skywalker. Ooh. Nice. Hey, I didn't know about the 33rd century thing. That's like has a Star Trek Discovery vibe to, vibe to it, huh? <laughs> I know, right? Well, I I, <laughs> I, I had heard this, so you, you, had, Matt, you had asked if we had heard of this, and I, I, I kind of heard about it, but I didn't. Uh, the 33rd century thing is definitely new to me as well. That's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm glad they, they still like make it clear every which way that this is not in our galaxy. You're not going to just like show up to Earth like you're not gonna fucking bump into the Battlestar Galactica. You're just gonna be out there, except Katie Sackhoff is here. But you know, whatever. <laughs> Bo Katan, baby, yeah. Oh yeah. Hold on, let me take my helmet off. Speaking of which, <laughs> you want to talk about Mando? No, yeah. if we I think if we I think I think it's time we uh, we kind of do so. Wow, what a fracking episode, right? <laughs> no Bo-Katan in this one, though. No Bo-Katan. The Siege. Yes. Um, directed by Carl Weathers. He did a fucking great job, right? I was super impressed, actually. 
Other I, than other than the leaving the stagehand in the background there. <laughs> I love how in how social media has just immediately capitalized on that and just, like you see the retro figures of like gray shirt dude or gray shirt guy jeans whatever. guy i want that action jeans figure guy. jeans guy when that when i was like dude i was like genuinely i will order that you know how many <laughs> cosplayers are gonna be <laughs> dressing up as that guy that's gonna be oh crazy. dude straight up straight up dude well it was the uh the Pop, pop culture pop culture hour guys tweeted something else and I'm like oh yeah Kev Garb is waiting for the sideshow toy for this one <laughs> <laughs> and then they respond complete with working watch <laughs> working digital watch <laughs> that's right because he shows his arm with the watch but yeah I, I, I had so much about this episode that I really enjoyed um how the Imperial research base is just like every base in Rebels and summon Clone Wars and even Rogue One to an extent. I absolutely love that. Had a huge um, Rogue One vibes to it, I thought. Oh, bigly. 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 Um, they mentioned the, as we mentioned in the intro, the Akadizi Maelstrom solo reference. Oh yeah, that, so so I have a question for you. Like you brought this scene up, so it's it's in that um, classroom, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And they walk in. They're like, "We gotta leave Baby Yoda here." And yeah, there's no other aliens. It's all humans. That's kind of weird. But um, in the end credits, did you notice the concept art for that scene? No. Oh no! It had like an actual human teacher not a 3po unit oh okay the teaching and i was like i would have rather had a human (laughs) (laughs) yeah i did yeah i did panic a little bit when the first then the shot first came on i was like oh no (laughs) (laughs) is that 3po fuck swimmed his way in just fucking weaseled his way on. <laughs> Chris's petition was already online, wasn't it? Chris was <laughs> He's drafting it mid pause. It paused. Didn't even finish the episode. The petition was up running. Fuck, Fuck this shit. I'm packing my shit. I'm leaving. Fuck now, the Mandalorian. It sucks. This is Hage. Put it on pause. I need to fetch my parchment and quill. <laughs> blood. Not a problem. <laughs> Uh, oh, anyway, continue. Uh, I mean, there were no there were no alien kids in there because clearly they're all the sons and daughters of like actors, staff, people who paid to have their kids on there. Yeah, yeah, and want a Ray haircut. Yeah, but that I, like my kids were like, is "That Ray? Is that Ray?" I'm like, "No, know, right? that's not Ray." Like, why it's did ba- they do ba- that? Ba- Every kid's going to be ba- asking that. Ray was in that classroom. A popular, just a popular hairstyle. So, um, I guess other things that I really enjoyed about it, um, <sighs> Captain Carson Tiva. I mean, cool guy. We met him two episode or two ago. Um, but when he's trying to convince Cara Dune to help the New Republic, after just saying that you're from Alderaan, did you lose anyone? It's insensitive. <laughs> 
right? Well, I mean, I get it. Like, okay, you know, this is a very galactic universe, and yeah, you know, maybe you just don't live on Alderaan, but I feel like if you had your home planet blown up, you probably would have lost somebody you knew. But also, you don't, you don't like push it on somebody to talk about it. You just let them talk about it if they want to talk about it. You don't be like, I mean, so who'd you lose? You know, like, I, you know. You know, right? I, I just, whatever. I just. Uh, and I'm not I'm not begrudging like acting or anything like that. Like I love his character. I think I like that he's just the policeman that everyone's just like, ah, fuck off. We don't want to deal with you. But the question I was like, what what kind of question is that? Yeah. But yeah. um I do uh we'll we'll I'll we'll comment more as we go on with all this stuff, but like I was playing Dark Forces because I mean, we see some really half Cylon looking dark troopers at the oh, end of it. Oh yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Before we get to that, though, can I just do huge, a huge fucking lots of praise for the very short lines, but I think very sinister as fuck lines of uh, Katie O'Brien, the Imperial comms officer on the thank you for making the Imperial light cruiser cannon in the live action. I saw that (laughs) and I'm just like, oh, my God, I need to be in an A-wing targeting those fucking turrets right now. They're going to blow me away. I loved it. At first, I was like, it's a Star Destroyer. Oh, wait, no, it's not. There's like a gap between the, at the tip of the arrowhead. And then I was like, oh, no, the jagged edge of the side. Oh, it's an old, like, Republic cruiser. Oh, wait, no! Yeah, no, it's that Imperial Imperial Command cruiser, or formerly known as the Imperial Light cruiser, the um, Arquintons class, because they used them in, uh, developed by Kuwait Drive Yards for the Imperial Navy. Um, but I really enjoyed her her uh, her acting. She's um, Katie O'Brien is also a martial arts um, professional, so oh. it'll be very interesting to see if there's some like hand to hand combat that comes in. Because I remember la- mentioned last week with uh, Titus, uh, what's his name, Welliver, that cool, awesome imperial other imperial officer character, and then just wiped him out. So I hope that Katie sticks around. And her line at minute thirty three fifty eight. Um, Ed, do you want to play that real quick? I may, I may not have the ability to do that. So here we go. Yeah. Moff Gideon. Oh, sorry. What's wrong? All right. The tracking beacon has been installed on the Razor Crest. Does he still have the asset? Yes. Our source confirmed it. Oh yes. Okay, you can end it right there. Um, so that. That line, yes, our source confirmed it. It's like, yes, we're going to track this guy down. We're going to get the child and suck his blood. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just got such a real, like, dark, sinister vibe out of her, and I'm really, really excited because you see, Carlos Esposito. I, we, you guys have mentioned this before too. How you see, how you know how an actor really fucking loves what they're doing. You just see him, and he is just living in that moment right there. I'm just like, I am Moff Gideon. Dude, um, he's he's like in a sandbox with a bunch of toys. He is loving that character. You could tell. Oh, no, yeah. dude. Do you know what I love that scene, though, is when he just gives that little smile. That fucking absolute sinister oh, yeah, smile on that scene. It's like, oh, we will be ready then. And it's like, fucking boom. He's and fucking... We will be ready. He's so Vader-looking. They make him look a lot, like, with the thing on his chest. Man. Well, he's only been in this season for about 30 seconds, and he's fucking rocked every time he's like, <laughs> in it. Oh, right? He's, uh, yeah. And I... Like, I Go on. 
No, no, I was just going to say, like, last week in the HRS when he was like, just that little hologram thing, and he was like, long live the Empire. Yeah. And then this is just like, we will be ready. And it's like, fuck you. Now, he's only had, like, minimal screen time so far, and he's already dominating the entire proceedings there. Yep. He's just he's awesome. I mean, that's how it felt in The Boys when I was watching that. Like, he just he just dominates it when he comes on. He's so good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we'll we'll get around to a whole bunch of stuff that I know you guys want to talk about, but the, the tie-in that I think with the Dark Trooper thing to Dark Forces, it'll be interesting to see how, how it is is uh, Moff Gideon is Dave Filoni pulling anything from like General Mock. General Mock was the um, Imperial officer in charge of the Dark Trooper project. From he was the antagonist in Dark Forces. General Mock, uh, in his uh, arc hammer was his flagship or whatever. Oh, but right, yep. it, I, I'm, fr- I'm really excited to see what this is going to be about because General Mock was also left over from the Republic and the Clone Wars and all that other stuff, much like Moff Gideon is. So, are we just going to? Is this just another instance? Which I think it might be of just you know, this is an Imperial warlord. He has his fiefdom and he's just doing his thing in service of the Empire and making this crazy shit. So whatever he does really isn't going to impact the greater, you know, the greater star Wars, um, synergy with the canon and stuff like that in the first order. And maybe it does tie in. I don't know, but I'm really just, uh, give me more, give me more Imperials, please. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can tell they're like pulling from EU stuff and renaming, but it's, it's, Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. It's good. I, I want him. I want him to pull Sloan in so bad. Ah, uh, me too. Me too. But maybe we have to wait a little bit for that one. Yeah. They're, they're already doing that in like season the, three, Jimmy. Season forty. Three. Yeah, we'll see. See that <laughs> season five. Seen. Season five. That could be seen. We're talking deep season six shit, bro. Uh, deep. Somebody else. Somebody else go. Somebody else say some Chris. Shit, Chris, what do you think? Talk about. Oh, another week, another great episode. I'm. Uh, I just love it. I'm loving this series. It's great. Um, I love it even more that like we've gotten into a routine of watching it as a family as well, yeah. which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, obviously pre-COVID, I, always, I I enjoy watching things when I watch it with other people. And like pre-COVID, like we watched it all together, didn't we, Kev? Or, Best mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like a few of my mates to come around and we all get excited with it. So it's cool that like the family have took that position this year and Jackson's just like well into it, and it's really cool. Oh, mate, um, is Anya with it? Is Anya enjoying it as well? Can't, can't just, be asked, mate. Yeah, is it, is it Jackson who's full on? Bo- Did she, does she even watch it with you? Uh, if she decides to grace us with a presence, like oh, during man. that forty-five minutes <laughs> of the day, you got all this to come, Ed. I know, and I'm watching it with them twice. Right yeah. <laughs> yeah, can, can I just ask Chris, Chris like uh, Chris, you know with Jackson obviously his age. Yeah. And and I, there's been a couple of little bits in this season, like with like you know, like the, the first episode with the knives when they get stabbed. Has he been bothered by anything? The violence in it, or is he just loving all that shit? No, nah, he's he's alright. It's yeah. just just goes nuts when Baby Yoda comes on me, to be honest. <laughs> My 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 girls. I had to like the spider episode, which is like pretty much a horror film in an episode, <laughs> like Alien. <laughs> uh, I I had them watch him watch it on like a tiny screen. 
yeah like uh like the google nest that i have i was like watch it on here and while i cook and then they one of them still had to turn around and not watch Mm. (laughs) well at least that way they're not seeing a giant fucking spider on their screen that's going to terrorize them for the rest of their lives one of them was super gwen was super entranced she i think she's gonna like She's loves movies. She's just gonna be all in it. And like Abby was the one that was like, "I can't look." <laughs> yeah. So there you so, go. so so Gwen's your favorite then? Ed, is Currently, it? yes. No. <laughs> it goes back and forth, right? No, both of them. Are, both of them God bless my <laughs> twins. <laughs> it's quite all right to say you've got a favorite. Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if, if if one of my kids wants nothing to do with me right now. But, um, <laughs> As they as they're clearly clearly maturing and reaching puberty, <laughs> and hates the world and everything in it, and another child wants to like sit down and watch Star Wars with me every week, yeah, that's, that's quite an easy decision. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> you know you what? Know right now, you know Gwen wants to be Bo Katan for Halloween. So, clearly, uh, oh. my favorite. Dad, that's great parenting, mate. Well done. That's great. Uh, <laughs> Brilliant, but yeah, he he loves it, mate. And we got some uh, we got some real big baby Groot vibes from the child this week. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Firstly, with the wires at the start, when it, that 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 bit was great, wasn't it? Um, that reminded us of of baby Groot pressing God, the it's too, isn't it? oh. yeah the, ro- the wrong button. And secondly, definitely just straight steel, but great. It was the uh, the end when he when he throws up. Oh, <laughs> after the ship's done the spinning move that's like macaron oh my god yeah. the blue macaroon exactly, exactly the same thing but yeah it was cool um, it was nice to see Alexandra from comparethemeercat.com make his cameo this week <laughs> uh, that's obviously a reference that only our UK listeners will understand but you know um, I loved I loved seeing the group of I think they're called Aqualish thugs yes. the, like the Honda Baba's race. Yeah. Yes. I thought, thought, thought they were cool. Like That's just Favreau, isn't it? Playing with his toys again, playing with his action figures. Um, I, lo- I, I love just... when they take races that you've seen and like just make them a little more prominent here and there. Like yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Like I feel like in the sequel trilogy, they just kept wanting to make more new stuff. But yeah. like, at least intermingle old stuff, right? right. Mm. They just yeah. were like, solely new shit. And I was like, no, come on. Yeah, I think I think there's like three different races of those, isn't they? The Aqualesh or something. There's three different oh, ones. Is it? So, yeah. I think they said that there's like three different species, so that was kinda like another part of theirs or something. That's why they're a bit right. slightly different. But anyway, go on. <clears throat> yeah, I, I just can't wait to see what else what other like Kenner action figures they're gonna bring up. Uh, <laughs> I want Reyes like to come up and do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. mate, that'd be so ace, wouldn't it? They miss some right. Cool. Well, see, like you know, the you got collectors behind it, right? So you're just on the edge of your seat, waiting for what's the next thing. You know what I mean? I, that's awesome. I love that about the yeah. show. Let's get some snaggletooths in there, Kev. You know what I mean? Oh, mate, can you imagine you know, something like that? Like the Amherds, the Duns. Oh man, brilliant. I mean, yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. It's something I've always struggled with is separating art from the artist. Especially with music, when like people in bands do stuff stupid, I always struggle to like 
listen to their music again, if that makes sense. Um, and I did find it quite jarring watching Cara Dune to start with, um, mm. taking into consideration a recent online behavior. It didn't ruin the episode for me at all, but just for me, the less we see of that character moving forward, the better. Um, I don't think she's a very good actress, to be honest. She really isn't, is she? No. As well. she yeah. <clears throat> what are you waiting for? An invitation? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, did you guys see the IG-11 statue outside? Oh, <laughs> yes. Brilliant, mate. How cool is that? Is he holding his rifle up in the air? Too? Yeah, yeah, like a tribute. It's choked. amazing. Got a bit choked up, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> how much, Poor how guy. much time has happened between then and now? Like a Quite few months? Bit. Right, yeah. six months. I don't know. It's yeah. Star Wars, so it could be like five years. Years, fifty. Well, years? I mean, how how long was that trip when we, he was with Frog Lady? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. We don't. We knew, that's the thing with stars. We don't know. Go ahead. It only took him like fifteen minutes to mend his ship, didn't it? So <laughs> that was brilliant. Wasn't it? <laughs> oh, in this right. episode, yeah. <laughs> Make it look brand You're new. Give me so. a hand. No, I was like, no, it's going to take you half, half an hour. But hey, Ray took like three days to become a Jedi, so. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Do you uh, do you think that like Dave Filoni's? Because Dave Filoni his his he's used to doing these shorter like Rebels episodes, Clone Wars episodes. We're basically seeing that, but in live action form. So like the time jumps, like the big changes, and like Navarro from two you know four episodes to now. Um, and we're seeing like Katie O'Brien and Moff Gideon just be fucking over the top just straight evil sinister like not comically but just very hardcore into it and i feel like that's that's like feloni's that's his wheelhouse of skill like he that's what he projects in his animated series and now he's projecting basically the animated series as much as he can like that feel feel and vibe into live action but with all the graphical enhancements and a little bit more seriousness to it yeah they should just call the series clone wars rebels (laughs) Uh, also real quick before we diverge off any real quick um the qualish uh, Aqualish, yeah. home planet, the uh, the home planet of Ando, on its few swampy islands and rocky outcro- outcroppings, the planets Aquala and Quara races, distinguished by their different hands, have settled. So there are two different types, according to this 1995 encyclopedia of Star Wars, the Aquala and Quara. Oh, and I guess they can have two or four eyes. Boom. They have four eyes. Boom. Do you know what that was? Jimmy's book reference of the week. Hey, this is what you get when you ask for advice from Jimmy Dice. Yes. Advice from Jimmy Dice. I took that from you. You said it last (laughs) week. I was like, ooh, that's sticking. With spice. Um, You've already mentioned it, but like the school, all the kids were human. I thought that was a bit silly. I don't know if... I just think it would have been cool to chuck some aliens in there. I don't know if that's a budget thing or whatever, but you know. Well, you mentioned you mentioned it on our messenger chat, and I was like, I I can't control what I think while I watch the episode. It just happens. I think of it, and that was something I thought. Like I saw yeah. the classroom, and I'm like, they're all human. What the fuck? Yeah, mm. all the bad guys. Were we ruined. said it. We said it straight away, Chris. Didn't we? We were like when we were chatting because, like, yeah, Chris and I do because we see it before. 
Jimmy and Ed. So we're, we're quite considerate and don't spoil anything for people like some people do. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, we do a separate so chat now. We are, yeah, mate. <laughs> and I, I love the fact in that scene that like they just had one table free where baby could just go and sit. That was like, what? oh, like, like uh, someone's <laughs> sick off like, that what? day. Have they rung in sick or something? No, you know what? That's the <laughs> alien that was supposed but to be. But it was in. weird. I don't know, brand, brand yeah, yeah. macaroons are. That package oh, was shit. <laughs> <laughs> As a graphic designer, yeah. works on food packaging. That, that was shit, just silver packet. Come on. Oh, no, that's, that's clearly Girl Scout cookie, like, packaging. <laughs> right? Blue milk flavor, isn't it? Blue milk it, flavor. It's a NASA, yeah. NASA blanket material. No, Girl Scout cookies come in that, like, Silver sleeves, so maybe that's what they're going with. I don't know. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I mean, come on, throw a freaking Rodian in there. Just throw the mask on. Throw a Jar Jar in there. Whatever, same mask. Now they have one alien a class, and he was sick, so they put Yoda in his one, seat. Baby, Yoda. Yeah. there's only one seat open in this class full of human children <laughs> in the front row in the corner. Boom, there he is talking about the Permillion trade route in the Cadisi Maelstrom. Yep. I love that. Because like, they need to learn that when they're seven years old, however they old they are. Dude, they got to learn where they are in the galaxy, yeah. man. You got to learn how to like ebb and flow with it, dude. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what's funny in that scene, watching it with Jackson? When like the child's looking at that kid and he's just like holds his hand out and that kid's like, no. Jackson looked at me like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. Yeah, it's like, give him a biscuit! Give him a biscuit! <laughs> Dude, you know, you know this kid, this poor kid is probably going to catch so much shit from his classmates at his school. It's like, why couldn't you give Baby Yoda a fucking cookie, bro? Come on, just give him one. Come on. Oh, dear. Great. I loved, um, I loved, I loved Grief Karga's relationship with the Mithril. They had some uh, absolute banter they got between them, hadn't they? That was so good. It's just like this. That was some brilliant script writing. Like some of the lines that I think Carl Weathers is awesome. It just deli- it just delivers the lines like fantastic. Like you shut up, or I'm going to put you back in carbonite. I was like, <laughs> yes, mate. Quality, absolute quality. And I'm not going to lie. When they made when that Mithril made a reference that there was no guardrail on that thing. <laughs> Dude, dude, I laughed so loud. Like for me, that's hands down like the best reference, like forward slash in universe joke that they've made so far on this show. So good. I was hoping to be like, why would they put a control panel like way over here without? A- yeah. Oh, Chris, he stole that one. That that was my favorite. Brilliant. Fuck, and every, Brilliant. I've, watched, I've watched it three times and every time I pissed myself. Like, Get over there and do it. And it's like. There's no guardrail on this. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars reference. <laughs> oh man, it's oh, it's great. How about when you first see him again, and he looks up and he sees Mando? It's why I come up. Yeah, <laughs> I just ink myself. I, I know I saw like did you just piss yourself. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Yes, he's a good character. Oh yeah, great. Green. So wait, oh wait, wait. I have a question for you guys. I didn't fully gather it. Did did he work for grief before? Yeah. And then like he fucked him over, yeah. and that's why he had yeah. a bounty. No, so right. like, 
Yeah, so they did some uh, creative accounting. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Which makes sense to him having loads of money in that first episode in the first scene. Yeah, he took it like, off. Oh, yeah, I got credits. I, can, I got credits. Yeah. I'll give you more credits. Yeah, you fly around yeah, in yeah. that thing. You should see Horatio, it now. Ratio uh, <laughs> Sands as Mithral. Yes. Another outstanding it, performance. Is that, but... is that his name? Fledgling Mithral? Yeah, I don't know his name name. That's his, his character species. hasn't been named, has it? No. Right. No, they haven't named it. I thought the na- Mithral was the species name as well, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I species. think it is. Because that's what Mando refers to him as, like Mithral. Yeah. Get over here, Mithral! Yeah. They should have named him. The cloning tanks. I shouted out loud. I was like, holy shit, is that Snoke? Yeah. <laughs> well, the first time I, I watched right. it. It was like the Snoke reference. I was like, "No, what's going on?" And then I got dead confused. And then that Doctor Pershing turned up, and it was like, "Ah, oh, there's too much information to come to my brain." Like, like, what's no. going on? This what's is blowing on? my mind. I yeah. had to rewatch a lot of that. Are those were those like deformed clones? Yeah, they or look something? like the Flood really... from Halo. Yeah, I know, right? I couldn't really tell. Could you guys tell what those were? They just I looked mean... like failed attempts. When it yeah, was like failed humanoid. humanoid he, he, well, he, he said something about. The blood didn't take to it, did it? Couldn't the, the blood didn't take in the body, so they were all dead, and they need more M level M- blood. Yeah, M. Yeah, M count. Yeah, what do you think that means? Back that's to I, the Phantom Menace, baby. Yeah, yeah. that's what I turned it off. That's what I turned it. <laughs> I didn't see anything after that. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys heard that some people have been um, potentially upset that? They're they're like um, yes, I have. I'll say, lack of a better term, dumbing <laughs> down people who have the force just based on this midichlorian count in your blood. And I was like, wait, so if I just inject myself with all these midichlorians, will I have the force? Well, I, I, I don't. I don't think it's like that, but some people are taking that. Yeah, I, I feel like if people would have thought of it with all the technology going on. And um, I want to do a shout out to Andy Weber, my buddy. He's been on the podcast before. He brought this up years ago. Three years ago, he's like, why can't I do a blood transfusion for the midichlorians? He said that on the show, didn't he? Oh, maybe he did. I don't know. I think he said it on the show because this is where I feel like I've heard this is why I connected because I feel like I had heard it a long time ago and I bet it was Andy and I was like yeah I guess you could, you could but the body might reject it but then it's midichlorian <laughs> so I don't know but mm. clearly they're going after it in the Mandalorian which is pretty mm. cool and if they're going to link it with Snoke even cooler Yeah, We're gonna have, oh. they are going that way that Imperial officer at the end the one that you've mentioned already Jimmy when Kate she O'Brien. said that yeah, she said to that red guy that needs to go to Specsavers, you'll you'll be rewarded in the new era. Is that a reference to the First Order? Yeah, I thought so. Uh, I don't know. It's That's not, my it's brain, not like 100%. It, I mean, if you're an Imperial in that time, you're thinking Emperor's dead, we got to start a new thing, even if you didn't know about the First Order. You'd still say that, right? Especially yeah, if Moff Gideon and Moff Gideon's there being like, I'm going to be the leader. But, you know, you might see Moff Gideon in the next few episodes be talking to Snoke, right? Like, who knows? Or whatever. 
Mm. Or just talking to himself. He could just be a warlord being like, I'm just going to conquer and just rule over this, like, sector of the galaxy, and that's it. Or it could be, like you said, part of Operation Cinder. And I'd love, I would love to see an Operation Cinder reference thrown in here. When I release the Death Troopers or Dark Troopers off to murder everyone. Interesting. Interesting. Yes, all in all, I thought it was um, Apollo Creed. It just absolutely smashed it. Yeah. His, um, yeah. some, of, some of his directing was just like top class, especially in like the action scenes. The speeder bike chase, mate, was just insanely good. I just got an absolute bonus for that like straight away. Speeder bikes, they're just brilliant, aren't they? I, I, yeah. I, don't, I, I, don't want to be, I don't want to be crude, mate, but... I wonder if my boner was bigger than yours at that point. <laughs> imagine imagine directing something like that and being like, that is me having fun shooting at these speeder yeah. bikes. And I'm directing it, it and have the final choice in how it of appears. Of how cool that, it looks. That's, oh, why I love Carl that's why I love Carl Webber's directing because, like, obviously Action Jackson himself. And I bet, because I'd be thinking, you know, if I was directing a Star Wars episode, I don't care what was going on in the plot. I'd just be like... How the fuck can I get speeder bikes in this episode? Because <laughs> <laughs> you could you could put you could put speeder bikes in fucking Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen, and that vile piece of shit would become a good film. I'd just put speeder bikes in anything. <laughs> like, vile piece of shit. <laughs> Brilliant. Just like oh, speeder bikes, mate. Fucking hell. Just I so should have called him up and said, "Put an ATSD in there." <laughs> <laughs> But the tie fight, the tie fighters as well, like that dog fight between the Ranger Press <gasps> and the tie fighters, mm. was brilliant. Oh. When he did, when he did that final move, where that camera work was fantastic. You know, when it flies up mm. and like he turned the engines off, didn't he? Span round, like dropped for a little bit, turned the engines back on, straight in. That was class. But yes, all mm. I'll, I'll give this eight and a half Chiss Brosnans. I've got a proper rating, but I'll tell you next week. Okay. <laughs> next season. Next season. Next season. Um, well, yeah. I want to mention that you mentioned the dogfight. The contrails or whatever. The, the oh, yeah, yeah. Coming off the, the wings. Off the TIE Fighter. I didn't mm. think I'd be wowed by a TIE Fighter flying through clouds, but it looked fucking awesome. It was yeah. oh. some little details, isn't it? Like, oh, I love it. It's like when you Even see the, the lights on the X-Wings in Rogue One, you're like, oh, that's sweet. Like, it's callback to Empire. Like, like just like, oh, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> little boner movement for me. <laughs> boner it's too movement. many. It's too many, isn't they? to be fair. It's like the one thing that I love, you know, when you talk, you just take one episode. So you take this episode. There's just so much, like, Star Wars stuff in it. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Like, do you know what? Like, I started it because like, I, I start at like eight in the morning and I, I put it on. The opening noise with the Razor Crest fucked was that like yeah. falcon, the falcon <laughs> noise. Yeah. You know, I'll have some of that. I was like, I'm in already, mate. I was in already. Absolutely. But there's just so much, just the the noise of the doors and, you know what I mean? Stupid yeah. things like that. Pulls yeah. you in. Pulls you in, for sure. It's just. Oh. Order weapons. But I'll just, one thing that I've loved you guys have picked up is how it's pulling every single bit from star wars in it you know you look you look at this episode and go right 
There's little bits from The Phantom Menace. There's a bit from Clone Wars. There's a bit from Rebels. But then this one's mainly the sequel trilogy, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You kind of go in. I think bring in the sequel trilogy. I think it's Filoni. I think Filoni's like, because he appreciates everything. So he. Yeah, but it's, it it's, but it's all Favreau, though, isn't it? Favreau's a writer. He's like writing most of it. Yeah, but how well, much does Favreau yeah, yeah. know? You know, you've seen, you've seen them talk, and Favreau's like, oh, I didn't know that, this, that, or whatever. Mm. Like, I think Filoni's driving this thing. I it's really got to be driving. Do. I mean, it's like last week we said, I think Chris said it actually, and he was, it was the best review of that. It was like a live action Clone Wars episode last week, wasn't it? I must have said it if it was the best. It was the biggest. <laughs> it was the biggest load of bollocks I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but you like, but it felt that way, didn't it? Like a massive yeah. life. And this one had little bits of Rogue One about it, and little bits mm. of Clone Wars about it, and everything. It's, oh, it was. It's what's kicking great, in, though, isn't it? Yeah. What's great though, Kev, is it's got all that stuff in that like makes makes people like us fucking freak out. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm but, saying. But I'll get texts from my brothers like, not got a clue about any of this stuff, but they love it. Yeah, they love they love yeah. the episode, and it works for them on their level. They think, oh, it's great Star Wars. They might get like subconsciously visual and noise references and things like that. Yeah. But all this like deep shit that like you guys go on about, they've not got a clue. But it still works for them as a TV show, and I think that's what's great about it. Absolutely. I've got fully set because like family and my family and friends are like that that haven't don't follow Star Wars like we do and they love it. They're absolutely completely invested in the story of like and you get people going, What does that mean? What do they mean by that? And who's mm. that? And it's it's absolutely it's just amazing. But yeah, fucking Carl Weathers did an absolute brilliant job mm-hmm. directing. It's it's um, a it's a good feeling knowing <clears throat> that they probably have good people behind it moving it forward. Yeah. 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 Do you know what is exciting as well? Sorry. The fact that as of now, we've seen everything they've shown us so far in publicity yes. stills and both the trailers. Bingo. So moving yeah. forward, we're halfway through the season and the last half of the season, we've seen fuck all and know <gasps> nothing about where it's going. Mm-hmm. Oh mm-hmm. my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> we should... These last two episodes, to me, it's like proper hit the stride this season. Yes. Look, I love the first two; they were really good episodes, but they just felt we're um, setting up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the last two episodes, to me, it's like we're in now. We're in, and like we were saying, and when it finished, I was kind of thinking, I reckon I've seen everything now from the trailers. So from now on, we don't know shit. We haven't no. seen shit. Right. Of, of what's going to happen. And I'm telling you, that end scene, right, you know, when obviously the dark troopers were there and they put the tracking device on the Razor Crest and Moff Gideon was like, we're sending. I literally, I've got in my head now, boys, next week's episode. And it's the greatest episode of television <laughs> that's ever been written in the entire world ever. <laughs> wow. Don't all do right. this, Kev. Don't do it. <laughs> you thought episode two was going to start with fucking Steve One and Razorcrest dogfight over Tatooine. And yeah, we got spiders and frog ladies. So, mate, don't set yourself up for <laughs> so, mate, I was there thinking, okay, so we've got, we've obviously got the. But when, when the dark troopers, I'm like, they're going to send them out to battle. <laughs> 
to, 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 to get the Mandalorian to get Din Djarin and he's going to be like they're going to fucking have this immense battle he's going to be about to lose and then Ahsoka's going to turn up fucking absolutely <laughs> the fuck out and I was like I was planning it in my head like next week's episode is going yeah. oh my god I hope that happens and then, and, and then Gideon kind of loses and has to go to his master and he goes on the hologram and Pierce Brosnan shows up <laughs> Ed, you've read my mind you've read my mind with the episode i mean so, don't you i mean isn't uh wouldn't force force infused and i don't think that the midichlorian argument holds like i don't think they're just gonna make they're gonna science away the force like that i think they'll have like enhanced muscles abilities and stuff like that but not like a jedi what does this do for baby yoda's uh origin story because we thought he was a clone because this dude dr Pershing, was a cloner but clearly they're just trying to harvest baby yoda's blood so where did they find baby yoda where the fuck did he come from what is well, that yeah and what well what's going to happen to him because if they go down the route of they need his midichlorian count to re oh yeah to to like i don't know for snoke or for palpatine if they need that midichlorian blood He's gonna, they're going to kill him off, aren't they? Maybe, or they're trying to anyways. And you know what's going to happen? Here's my fucking prediction right here. You know how they call Cara Dune the Marshal? Yes. All right? There's going to be a showdown at the very end, a la Avengers style. Mando's going to call up his bros and brosidens and be like, all right, I need everybody out here. You see Cobb Vanth. You see Cara Dune. You see uh, Grief Karga, Ahsoka. Bo-Katan and those Mandos again and like this Purgles. one like Purgles. yeah like Magnificent Seven style like shot walking down the streets of Navarro or whatever Imperial light cruiser they're on with Moff Gideon, Katie O'Brien and all these dark troopers behind them and that's going to be an, one hell of an epic showdown holy shit and then Boba Fett's going to come in and ruin the whole thing being like I want my hey, take that back Jimmy you take that back pack your things. <laughs> my things and leaving <laughs> The only thing that can make that scenario better is when Wicket and his crew turn up. Chihuahua! <laughs> <laughs> that guy's wise. That guy's, that guy's wise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be perfect, wouldn't it? The final the Mandalorian. Can imagine, watch, can imagine watching that with Mika. It'd be mad, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, mate. You'd that'd be standing. Be for the rest of the, the show. But seriously, guys, I, I miss watching the show in, in the presence of Kev so much because <laughs> like that first episode, the first season, it lost it. We both lost it when Baby Yoda like, came on. But the third episode, I remember we watched at my house and Graham was with us as well. When those fucking man, all the Mandos turn up and fly over the thing at the end and rescue him in, in the <laughs> just fucking flew off the sofa. He was like, jumped up, he's like, fucking come on! <laughs> so good. So good. It's a fucking TV show, isn't it? You're like, oh my God. I don't know what I'm going to be like next week, mate. Oh. Or this week's one. Kev, me oh, and you, man. Kev, will you film it? Live reaction. Film yourself, mate. Yeah. Ahsoka, if Ahsoka's in it and she ignites some white lightsabers. Mate, Tony. That's happening in my brain. There's going to be so, more white happening in my household. I'll be igniting the brown in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I've just got visions of that happening. It's just going to be like immense, isn't it? Oh, well, geez. like you said, Filoni's going to direct it, 
if it's going to be an hour long film, like over under, Ahsoka shows up 15 minutes in, right? Yeah. Right? ASAP, soon. I don't know. <laughs> don't, Jimmy, don't. It could go either this way. Is... It could go no, either way. They're going to tease her in later yeah. in the episode. It's going to be at the end. She say yeah. she her lightsaber is ignite in front of the dark saber. You don't think that Filoni would give her like take charge of her? Maybe Filoni just wants to like lead her introduction That's and then true. just like That's let true. it let it ride from there. Maybe. I figure Filoni would want to be like in control of how she goes for the whole episode. That's why I think she'd have a more prominent I, role. I think he's on set every episode anyway, so it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Heard. See, heard. see what what what's interesting is I, I don't know if you remember there was an interview with, you know, you talked about the midi chlorians and Filoni and blah blah blah. It's obviously, there was an interview with J.J. Abrams about Rise of Skywalker where he said he'd he'd sat with George Lucas and talked about the midi chlorians, and it was Lucas's like Lucas was obsessed with him. It was like because I think he was going to bring him into the his sequel trilogy. So it's interesting you talk about that they've had the midichlorians back in this episode and Filoni being almost like a student of Lucas as if to say, mm. we're bringing them. We're oh, having yeah. them. We're fucking that. bringing it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, this conversation. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's canon. Part, it's fucking canon. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. They have to it's deal part, with it. It's part of Star Wars. They're coming in. Because apparently Lucas is genuinely like, it's his main thing with the Force, isn't it? He's really obsessed with it. And... When that happened, when the MCAT was in it and the midi chlorines were in it, I was kind of thinking, this is going to get some shit. Do you know what I mean? I thought some people ain't going to be happy about this. Because I remember the Phantom Menace backlash. Fuck me. That was unbelievable, wasn't it? The midi chlorines backlash from that. People lost it. <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think he was trying to separate, you know, the, 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 the original trilogy is like a fantasy feeling. And you go to like the prequel trilogy and the Jedi are it's like they're they've been established for centuries. Mm. So like like you got the midi chlorine count to make it more scientific, more like um objective and less subjective. Because yeah. they've been around forever. Whereas you're entering the force in the original trilogy and it's like kind of unknown. So it's like are mm. you powerful? we don't know. So um it's it's all part of it. I don't know, like midi chlorines. Maybe we'll learn more about them. Maybe they have. Maybe they're like they have their own brain and mind and will and objective or goal or whatever. And I don't it's know. Interesting to see if they explore that more. I don't necessarily think they will, but it's the fact that they're in and it's like accept it. We're doing it, and that's what I love about the show. Just the fact that it's fucking not afraid, is it? It's just going. It's like, right, we're going to do this, bring this in and bring that in. We're going to bring the EU in. We're going to bring Clone Wars. We're going to bring... Mm-hmm. It's just everything. It's almost <clears throat> like it's trying to bring, unite everybody, isn't it? And it's mm. doing a fucking great... Unite job. them. Yeah. <laughs> unite, unite the clients. Unite the clients. Hey, is it, I have a question. Um, going forward, I mean, we see Moff Gideon on an Imperial light cruiser. I mean, come on, really? I know. You're I, like, mean, I was like, his, Jimmy's disappointed right now. His his dick <laughs> is way too big for that ship. Um, <laughs> so I think, in true in true form of of you know, we're going hard and deep and fast on multiple seasons of this. 
you know, this is like level one bad guy. He's got his like little Imperial light cruiser, level one dark troopers or whatever. Now season three, Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, maybe he moves up to like you know Imperial Star Destroyer. Season four, just Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan on a Super Star Destroyer. That's where it's going to be. Take that shit to the bank. Take that shit to the bank. You heard it here first. Right? right? Yes. I guarantee Side seal delivered. If Moff Gideon survives and is like the l- lingering uh, antagonist of this show, then by God, by the end of this season or next season, he's going to have a bigger boat. Or is he'll have a master who has a bigger boat. Yeah. Pierce. Yeah, Brosnan. this is uh, always a bigger fish. Chess Brosnan. <laughs> That's my one wish in this life now. Chess dun, Brosnan. Dun, 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 dun. Or, would it, or would it be Fish, fish uh, Brosnan? Uh, uh, Jimmy, what would you genuinely do if Pierce Brosnan turned up as thrown? Would you, would mean, you be I outraged? Think, I would be outraged. <laughs> really? I think you're really doing a decent job. I, I mean, listen... I, at this point, I trust in. I trust. Uh, singing the dancing queen. But I think if if they introduce it in here, I will be very satisfied with it. I know I will because Filoni and Favreau have not disappointed yet. Like none of the directors they've hired have disappointed. None of the actors that have been doing this have been disappointing, more or less. And um, overall, like this entire thing is just an it's. Is he's creating an epic here, and that's going to just have re- effects throughout different series as they come forth in the new era. And I think it's going to be very exciting. If Thrawn did come in, fuck it, I'd be all right with it. I I, I picture Filoni's in like Favreau's back pocket, like you know he's, they're hiring writers and shit, and they, he's getting stuff, ideas and stuff. And he's like, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Then he turns around, <clears throat> looks at Filoni, he's like. What do you think about this? <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> all right, let's can roll. Can I do that? Can I do that, Dave? Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, all right. I'll do it. Here's Rosden. He's still alive. <laughs> I see. Uh, I see Favreau as more like he, he comes up with the overarching story, and it's like it's his baby, and then all the shit that we get excited about. So he's got the story and he's got like a simple version of it. And then all the shit that we're not nerding out about. Favreau turns to Filoni and he's like, now nerd it up for me. Put all the the lore in, make it make sense. That's the episode title right there. Episode title. Nerd it up for me. Yeah. Nerd it up for me. If you've got to change some planet names, some location names, it's cool. Just fucking make it make sense. Cause you know more about this shit than I do. Yeah. You want to put R five in? Make it the R five from A New Hope. Put that little bit of uh, that extra half an hour of one guy putting in the blown marks around the motivator where it blows. Yeah, the half hour of that dude doing that worth it. Oh yeah, love it, isn't it? What aliens can we use? What ships can we use? Can we get from that? What video game can we nerd, use? It's like, yeah. nerd it up anyway, for me. Let's just celebrate that there's an Imperial officer that's not the main antagonist that just survived this episode. So cool. I mean, there's a lot of them that didn't. Let's be honest, you know, from that. But Katie yeah. O'Brien, I want to see you fight. Fight! Joe, you know, it's funny. Oh. When I was watching it with Mrs. H, she turned to me and went, Stormtroopers are fucking shit, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> it has become a little joke, though, isn't it? 
when he drops from the platform above when Mando like jetpacks up there while they're yeah. freaking with the elevators. Like, ah. I was say, were you like, were you like, you're just coming to that conclusion? Yeah. <laughs> when Mando leaves them and flies off, um, and it's just the Mithril, Karga, and Cara Dune. There's about twelve stormtroopers come at them three, and they just. They don't even get one shot in. They're just like, doo, 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 just take them all out. Like she choke slams one of them, and like they, that Mithril's just in background, like not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> he would have got shot straight away. Yeah. Just, oh dear. Like, yeah, man, that's the cart. That's like that's the animated cartoonness of like rebels shining through. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that's just the common thing. Oh yeah, I can't shoot the broad set of a barn. Like that Mando with uh, Bantha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Side of a Bantha. It's like, like, they're making a joke of it, aren't they? It's like, fuck you now. Anything else in the episode, uh, fellas? There's too much. I mean, the cloning thing was big. You know, you saw the two guys with insignia on their shoulder. Like, it was pretty obvious. Like, yeah, they're doing some science shit. I like... (laughs) Sorry, Ed, I loved how them two guys were like, shit, blow it up quick, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> know, these people just randomly appear, blow it up. I, I like I like how they, they moved forward with uh, Din Djarin realizing Gideon was still alive. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like, he's dead. Like, what? Nope. Yeah, I, you know, three days you know what I liked about it? I forgot that he didn't realize. Me too. That's why I like so it. We yeah. that, and it was like, he's dead, Eddie. And I was like, fuck, I forgot that yeah. he didn't. Don't you think that Karga Caradun would have, like, maybe investigated the crash site? Just to see if his body was there? Yeah, but the, he was gone in an instant. No, he the I mean, you don't know how much time no, passed because of Star Wars. It could have been 20 yeah, years. Yeah, no, that's her. That's her. That's her. <laughs> <laughs> It, it did it's have already that already sequel trilogy. I mean, if Ray can learn to be a Jedi, no, I'm just kidding. All right, sorry. I really went over that. <laughs> Don't be that guy. Ed, I'm please. that guy. <laughs> just joking. You could pull up all the empire back for that, Ed, can't you? Come at on. At least you didn't ask the Alderanian if they lost anyone when Alderaan blew up. At least you weren't <laughs> How you know, as sensitive as that. Yeah, as sensitive as that guy. You should have laughed in her face, though. Really, when she said everyone. <laughs> right. Oh man. There's no way you're gonna lose everyone on all the run. <laughs> really? Really? You lost everyone. Do you know why that is? Because you don't wear a mask. mask. <laughs> <laughs> you don't wear a mask. They weren't wearing their helmets. You're a knobhead on Twitter, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> oh you're spreading conspiracy theories on social media with your platform? And supporting fucking orange bellends. Oh, I'm, I'm gutted that you lost everyone at Alderaan. Fucking <laughs> 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 prick. <laughs> yeah, you know, Joe, it is really conflicting watching her on screen now, though, isn't it? Yeah. You know, yeah, like you said, yeah. can you separate, like, the character from the actress? And, you know, I'm, I'm with Chris on it. Like, it is weird because, like, you I can't. You can't. Like him. I think about it every time I see her. Yeah. I'm like, I like in bands and musicians as much as I do, and then if they do something fucking stupid, I'll say something, and you're going, oh, you know, yeah. I can't like your music anymore. And you're kind of in that kind of position when she's so fucking out there with this ridiculous views that you think, can I like this character anymore? And I did feel they were setting her up, you know, like the rebellion thing at the end and him wanting her to join. I was kind of thinking they want her involved more, don't they, in the show? Maybe. It's like, maybe. Yeah. Maybe for anyway. a- for a, Go on. yeah, who knows? 
Maybe she'll have a fuck nice all that. Fall at the end. Fuck all that noise. Let's talk about Ahsoka. Come on. Are we getting the next episode or what? Oh, mate. Uh, um, do you want a spoiler right. warning for the next little bit? For the we 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 have heard of a possible episode title and length for the next episode. Okay, the length. We might, yeah, we might as well do it. I mean, it's going to be two days till the next when people are hear this. But whatever. Yeah, go ahead. Why is Jimmy editing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's not. after the episode, they'll have seen the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Pricks. Just to keep this on brand. <laughs> Lies! Deceptions! More spoilers! Every day! Love it. Love it. I can't wait to see Jingle Jangle, by the way. Anyway, he's in that. Um, next episode is going to be 57 minutes, which is on par with the first episode, right, guys? Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it's entitled... And I still have a boner about it. The Jedi. <clears throat> Give me Force Lord. Just fucking feed it to me, and I will. I'll be happy. It's it's my antidepressant. It's fucking give it to me. It's my mm-hmm. cocaine, whatever. <clears throat> so, let me think. Let me plan my Friday next week. Because <laughs> <laughs> at eight eight a.m. Little wank. Are you working Friday? You don't work Fridays, right, Kev? Do I fucking hell? I do not work Friday. Doesn't work any day of the week. What are you talking about? <laughs> Cut that nonsense out, Ed. Cut that nonsense out. Religious holiday. It's the Mandalorian. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So oh my god, by nine o'clock I could spoil the shit out of it for you, couldn't I? Oh, that's four a.m. Yeah, right. Kev, I just, I just want you to be careful, mate. I want you to calm yourself. If just throw your mind back 20 years, mate. 20 years ago. 21 years ago, actually. You flew to another country <laughs> to watch the most anticipated film of all time. Yeah. I would imagine that that Kevin Garbett was a very excitable young man. <laughs> and as you've spoke about before in this podcast, mate, you were a little bit confused when you walked out that cinema <laughs> two and a half hours later. So No, he loved it. Just, he loved no, 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 it. not the first time. It was the second time. <laughs> first time, I was absolutely buzzing, mate. Second time, just, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> when you were flying back home then with that pizza box in your hand, yep. um, I'm sure there were some thoughts about, like, was this was this worth coming and spending <laughs> all this money to come across the other side of the world? How much money have I spent? Oh fuck! <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Episode five of season two of Mandalorian is going to be great, but I just want you to calm your expectations a little bit, mate. I, I believe me, mate. Now at 46 years old, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. let's, let's remember season five, uh, episode five of season one, the gunslinger. Gunslinger. <laughs> We got Toro Calican. <laughs> and that was a felony episode as well. You've got a good point there, mate. You have so got if, it, yes. if it's like the rest of Star Wars and it rhymes and it's poetry. <laughs> let's just rein in these experiments. <laughs> Very good point. And that goes so, to everybody listening. That goes to everybody listening. Don't get your hopes up like I am and Kevin is. Yeah. <laughs> 
Because you know, well, regardless of what we'll see, it's going to be a shit show on Twitter, isn't it, next week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I know, that's what, I'm not even going on after it. I'm just going to mask in my own personal glory. And I, gonna... She doesn't look the same. Oh, fuck. I just don't care about that. Why part. isn't it Ashley? And oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what's going to happen. Dude, it's, yeah, it's going to be uh, interesting, that's for sure. All right, let's cool. get to the news. Unless anyone have anything else on Mando? No, no, no. All right, the news. Not Go ahead, Jimmy. Yeah, we had a, I mean, a couple minor things happen in the week, but the big one I'll talk about that I alluded to earlier, EA Star Wars releasing a content-ridden update after how many months of saying they weren't going to do it at all? They weren't going to do anything new. That's what they said. <clears throat> no, they weren't going to do... They weren't going to do shit. And uh, they dropped in an official um, pilot briefing they released a few days ago, November update. They're going to be releasing the B-Wing Bomber and the TIE Defender Starfighter and introducing those as brand new updates. And in addition to that, they're going to be offering in the options for custom games. Um, So more options with finding servers, excuse me, to join. So maybe not necessarily a lobby, but you're going to have more options to be able to jump into these games. So it looks like they're going to rework that entire interface instead of having it of just like this dumb sort of straight singular thing that barely works when you're trying to invite people to your social party from different platforms. It looks like it's really going to get the treatment that it deserves. Good. So I am I'm super stoked about that. They're... Um, I have, a no, I, have a, yeah. I, I have a question. Um, would you rather... When's, when's this patch coming out? So they're going to release the patch for the user interface upgrade this November um, pretty soon. And then the B-Wing and TIE Defender are going to come in December, probably around Christmas, if I already guess. Would you have rather they released the game in December and had the B-Wing de- and Defender at launch? Um, after playing it, um, no, I mean, I say that I've, I've loved the hell out of this game. Um, yeah. I have, I have like 80 plus hours sank into this thing and, um, I've really enjoyed it even without the fighters. Like there's still, you know, this is a, a definitely a skill based game that you got to sink time into to get good at. And yeah. I've really, I've really enjoyed that aspect, of, and I am not nearly any good. I am so trash at this game compared to so many others out there. But I think it's only just going to, it's, it's going to propel this game into something that will be. I mean, this just added ten years of longevity to this game. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. this game was probably going to die after this year once yeah, well, people it's, realize it's, it's also a base. It's a base for future games, I think. Anyway. Yeah. Um, I would have been okay with it being released in December with the B-Wing. I was really disappointed not having a B-Wing, to be honest, at launch. Mm. Um, especially you saw it so much in Rise of Skywalker. B-Wing was pretty mm. prominent there. But I thought you'd be like more like, oh, my God, TIE Defender, Thrawn, hell fucking yeah. Oh, dude, I believe me, I am absolutely ecstatic. I mean, they've called out in the press release... 
Naturally, there's a fitting counterpart for it going to the opposing faction, too, from the mind of the brilliant military tactician Grand Admiral Thrawn. Chris and Sinar Fleet <laughs> Systems, the TIE Defender multi-role starfighter, will join the Imperial Navy as well. And I'm just like, yes. fuck yes. This yep. is just, <clears throat> they're, they're, they're throwing Thrawn out there more, man. I like it. They're going to have a I mean, nice cinematic in the game with Pierce Brosnan. Oh, fuck. It's going to be oh, awesome. Please, God, please. God, please. This please, guy is God. Uh, let that happen. This guy, please. Ian Frazier, uh, game, desi- game designer, uh, creative director for Star Wars Squadrons at Motive, um, he wrote a cool note, and I'll just paraphrase it, but from the earliest days, Squadrons has been a labor of love for our team, starting with just a handful of developers whose fond childhood memories of flying X-Wings and TIE Fighters and other games inspired us to create something new. Love it. Um, and it is blah 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 blah. Thank you, thank you. I love myself. Uh, your enthusiastic support for Squadrons <laughs> has enabled us to expand upon it further in all the ways outlined above, and I couldn't be more thrilled. I'm particularly excited about the custom mattress feature because it will allow you, the community, to take ownership or more ownership of the game and create your own experiences for a long time to come. And I think that just absolutely sums it up. I said, Ian, he's, I follow this guy on Twitter. He's a pretty cool guy. Um, and he's really like this is definitely a result of people on Reddit and Twitter and everything just demanding more. It's like we love this game. What's wrong with you? Give us more. We're begging you to give this to us. Where the fuck really is the B way? Much more. Yeah, pretty much after the initial, um, the initial release and the initial feedback of like, wow, this is fucking amazing. They went. They started working on all right. How do we get the B wing and Tie Defender in here? Because obviously we have to. So I bet it was a balancing thing. I bet they had it ready. They had it all done. They just—it's a balancing thing. Like, what's a B wing compared to an A wing? Uh, not A wing. Uh, y wing. You know what right. I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. they're both like kind of heavies. Are they the same? But are they different? They were saying that. I mean, with the the gyroscopic cockpit that the B wing is really known for, that we see in the episode of about the Blade Wing origin with the uh, almost said Ahsoka. Hera. With Hera and Rebels. Um, I'll be interested to see how this actually flies the game. Because it flies differently in every single game you've ever played this in. Like, yeah. whether it's um, uh, Battlefront or whether it's X-Wing vs. TIE Fighter Balance of Power. You never really see the f- like the gyroscopic action of it. Um, so I'll be very interested to see how they incorporate that into here. And it's just so overpowered. You got to think that there's going to be a sacrifice in maneuverability, maybe, or maybe they beef the maneuverability in the Y wing so that it can be remain decrease in the B wing. I don't know. It's going to be very interesting how they balance that out. And the Tide Defender, dude, like that yeah. thing is just a fucking monster. It's got shields. It can have ions and it's lasers. An, I look at it as like it's an X wing in a Tie Fighter model. You know what I mean? Like it's. But maybe. Ah, but it's an X wing firepower with a wing speed and maneuverability. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, if you think about it, Thrawn was trying to throw the resources for the Death Star into it, <laughs> right? So it's about the same level right. of funding and effort. And effort. Yeah. So I think. Uh, I mean, we're also so in addition to this, we're also going to get the new map, Fostar Haven, which is the tutorial map, the first uh, first few levels that you play when you see uh, Captain whatever his name defect from the Empire to the Re- 
the rebellion. Um, so that'll be cool. A little new content. That's all you really need. So it's going to be an update 3.0 and an update 4.0. So that's kind of the news for Star Wars Squadrons. I mean, the, with the custom play ability, that's really going to actually allow us to achieve our dreams of having our scruffy squadron. Yes. Yes. Join competition. I'm going B-Wing all the time. Every time. I probably won't. Yeah, I know. I still I still stick to the A-Wing. X-wing. Well, you switch to whatever is needed. I typically do, except for support. I'm really not good at support. Unless I really, unless it's really needed. Yeah. But, yeah, TIE Interceptor, that's my jam. Sweet. Anything else in the news? Uh, that's pretty much it for notable no- notable notions this week. Um, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. I, Is that I, a wrap? I had heard, I had heard the Boba Fett TV series might be legit. Oh, come on, really? Yeah, of course best. it is. Once again, my my head's already planned that series. I've got all six episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Bespin Bulletin had posted something about how they're going to start filming super soon. Fuck yeah. Going to happen, that is. How is this going to work? Well, wasn't that the original? It's rumored to be a prequel. To oh. lead, up, lead up to how he got to... Um, Tatooine. Apparently, it's, they're, they're going to do a prequel of, which I presume is what he's been up to and how he escaped the Sarlacc, etc., etc. But why would they? Uh, why would they throw him in in the Mandalorian? Then? Well, they'll probably tell two stories, probably similar to like what we think the Obi Wan. But I've heard a rumor it's going to be a part prequel, so it will tell you how he got to where he is in Tatooine, and then also, yeah, but then it, won't, it won't be in his armor. I know. He's gonna. Have, he's gonna have to pack his things. It's gonna be really confusing for people. That's all I'm saying. If you don't see Boba right out the bat in his armor, people are gonna be confused and they ain't gonna like it. They're turned off. No, like uh, Best and Bolton posted some stuff like about casting for it already. Like they're hearing casting calls. Like it makes it so legit. It's crazy. I didn't mm. think it. I didn't know or think it would be super legit, but I guess it is. I, I don't know why he's a background character that has three lines or whatever. So I know there, right? there was there was one actress that they thought maybe for the Mandalorian, but now they're speculating could be for the Boba Fett series. But then there's an actor that they said is wanted for the Boba Fett series. So so it Ros- pretty much Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka in the Boba Fett series, <laughs> and not in the Mandalorian. Well, this could be awkward. And Pierce Brosnan is thrown. Hey, okay, <laughs> fuck off with that already. <laughs> Can we bring it up any more often? Thank you, Kev, for helping me out on that front. Wankers. Alright. That's all I could think of other than what we've mentioned for news. Well, we also have an email. Uh, Seth D. Robertson Heard, heard, Sent an email, yeah. Um, and he says, the subject line says, this one is for Chris. Oh, oh good. I gotta go poop. Oh, okay. <laughs> you gotta go poop? What? <laughs> if this is about coloring in, I'm gonna be really annoyed. I hope so. 
<laughs> Kev will be super happy. Come right. on, Seth. Rick. Come on, Seth. Don't let me down, Seth. Don't let me down. Have you thought of using color in your your artwork? (laughs) I think you'll like it, Chris, because it starts out as a fellow fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, here we go. Jimmy, go for a shit, mate. This could be a while. Chris is looking interested. Look at him. I'm just going to get my reference books off its shelf. Go on, mate. (laughs) All right. He says, I'm wondering who you, who would you like to see from Buffy have a role in Star Wars. Then he says, Ooh. personally, I think Anthony Head, oh. parentheses Giles, would make an intriguing Sith. And from the coffee adverts. And from the coffee adverts, Chris. <laughs> yes, mate. Anthony Stewart Head. That's a fantastic answer. That would probably be my... I mean, we've already had Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, wife she's of, already in it. Wife. Wife of Kanan himself plays voice as the seventh sister in Rebels. But uh, Anthony Head, Rupert Giles, probably my top three favourite characters of, of Buffy and Stan. Absolute lad. Um, and yes, Kev, that guy from the coffee, from the <laughs> coffee advert. That's an English <laughs> reference there, isn't it? That, yeah. Wasn't that a full-on English reference? So oh, we've had uh, Alexandra the Meerkat. I, sn- I, I, I snuck Specsavers in earlier. I don't know if you caught that one, Kev. Um, oh, no, I didn't. Sorry, dude, I didn't. Did you not? But, you, mate. And, yeah, and now we've got Anthony Head. Yeah, he'd be great, actually. I, I don't see him as a Sith, though. I mm. could see him as, like, a an Imperial officer. Yeah. Or That's something close. like that. That's close. Yeah, yeah. It'd be cool. Um, oh, there's so many. I'd put Eliza Dushku in anything because she is just oh, like, next yeah. level. She could play out. Just, I'm not saying that's the range of uh, an actress she is. <laughs> like she can play anything. She's amazing. She's a good actress, but I'd let her play anything just to have her in Star Wars because she's um, she, she can is play lovely. No Do you know what would be cool? What what would be cool? Um, Armin Shimmerman. He played Principal Snyder. Oh, from DS9? In, in season three. And he was part, wasn't he, in DS9. So that would be cool if he played, if he turned up in Star Wars. Jimmy's clearly switched off because he would have reacted to that if he had oh, talked about Star fuck. Trek. Fuck. <laughs> Who was it? Armin what? Armin Shimmer. Armin, he Armin plays Shibman. Quark. Quark. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. It's just all the rules of acquisition in Star Trek. It's brilliant. Ah, right, right, cool. I mean, Nathan Fillion was, he played um, Caleb, the priest, in the final season. Um, well, he's played on Solo, hasn't he? Well, he's already done it. Be, I'd love to see him in Star Wars, but it, it'd just be too on the nose, wouldn't it? Yeah. Was him as, uh, if, they, if they made Captain a new Mark. character, maybe. Malcolm Reynolds. Can you imagine if Malcolm Reynolds had a cameo in, in Star Wars? <laughs> uh, fine, it's fine. funny because with it. The Mandalorian and all these other TV, TV series yeah. coming out, it could happen. Anything could happen. Yeah. Yeah, man. The world is your oyster. Do you want to fly my ship? Yeah. Well, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Wicked. Yeah, I'm sorry. I could go on. I could go on. But I'll, I'll say Anthony Head or Eliza Dushku. And Armin Sherman. Yep. Shimmerman. They'd be my uh, three picks. 
Nice. But shout out to Emma Caulfield Ford as well, who plays Anya. Might be where I got my daughter's name from. I was going to say, is it? Sure. Mm-hmm. That's right, folks. We named our daughter after a 2,000-year-old vengeance demon. <laughs> <laughs> Does she know that? How, hey, Chris, you didn't say, and how appropriate it was. Yes. <laughs> Hell hath no fury like an 11-year-old scorn. <laughs> oh, <laughs> love it. <laughs> Wicked. Yo, cheers for that, Seth. Yeah. Thanks for the email, Seth. That was awesome. Um, that's it, James. We are done. Punch it. Sure. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, fellow Scruffonians out there, for the Scruffy Looking Podcasters, episode 142, as we're dragging this to a grinding halt. Don't forget, check us out, Scruffy Podcast on Twitch, on Twitter, on Instagram. Email scruffypodcast.gmail.com. We'll see you on the flip side next time. Peace. Save the dream. <laughs> Come on, Kev, get your translator out. What language you got this week? Well, I'm going to say, stay safe, stay well, stay fit, stay healthy, wash your hands, wash your face, wash your hands, feet, legs, but as they say in Germany, as they say in Germany, wash your data knobs. Wash your data knobs. This party's over.